his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Beach and company. Stop flipping around. Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. It's Monday, and normally Monday isn't a great day. You know, you had a nice long weekend, but it's a great day for me today because on the line we have the president and CEO of Roswell Park. That would be Dr. Candace Johnson. Dr. Johnson, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandy. I just wish I was sitting there so we could uh, smile at each other, give each other a big hug, and boy, things have changed, haven't they? Yeah, they sure have. Me and you both. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions today that will prove that I'm not a doctor. Because <laughs> I don't know exactly how these things work. Uh, but we all, we're all familiar with Roswell Park and the great work you do on cancer research and, and the clinical work. But how, does Ros- how did Roswell get uh, in touch with the uh, COVID-19 people and say, hey, we'd like to help with this? How did that, how did that start? Well, you know, the, uh, our, our patients uh, are so susceptible. They're immunosuppressed. They're so susceptible to uh, influenza and all kinds of things uh, that can really compromise their condition. And so here comes COVID-19. So we really had to, it was a, uh, we weren't going to take COVID patients unless they were COVID cancer patients. And then that's you know, so you're you, here. You are. Can you imagine how scary it would be? You have cancer, and now you have to worry about COVID. And so we've really tried to uh, uh, keep the number of COVID positive patients that we have to a minimum, and we've been very successful at that. Uh, at the same time, uh, trying to protect our patients that are coming in for screening and for their their uh, checkups and their uh, treatments and so forth. So. We've had a different challenge than, uh, you know, our, our other folks and our other health systems who are really on the front lines of treating COVID. Believe me, we, we, of the cancer patients that we've had that are COVID positive, our healthcare workers that are taking care of them are really incredible. And they are on the front lines. It's just we're, we're trying to, our mission is cancer. And um, we've had to sort of dip our toe in this other area. Let me ask you this. Uh, are there any commonalities? I mean, we know that you're, you regularly have a research lab trying to find ways to battle cancer. Is there anything that they were working on or were thinking of working on back in the lab 
that had that had anything to do or could be of any benefit in in treating the uh, virus most definitely and actually that's some of the most exciting things that are coming out of all of this is um is some of the research that we've been doing that now has uh, implications for COVID-19. You know, these patients, when you get COVID-19, um, what brings you to a hospital is, as you know, is you can't breathe. And what's happening in your lungs is you have sort of, you have a, an immune response storm, if you will, and your immune, you get severe inflammation. And what happens is eventually that inflammation um, it prevents you from breathing efficiently because your your lungs are full of fluid there you know you're you've got an immune storm if you will in your lungs and that's what sends people to ICUs where they have to be put on a ventilator so you can breathe and get oxygen so we know a lot about the immune system because we uh give these cellular therapies uh that have great uh, responses in cancer patients and so managing the immune response and being able to sort of turn it off uh, uh, that inflammation that's going on in the lungs, we have a lot of knowledge in. And so we've put together some very novel treatments that, that do have some uh, uh, efficacy in COVID-19. And so we just got an award for a trial um, that was is going to be funded by the National Cancer Institute that's going to look at a combination of drugs in cancer patients with COVID-19. So we're very excited about that. We'll be back with Dr. Candace Johnson. We have another segment with her. We're looking forward to asking a lot of more a lot more questions on News Radio 930 WBN. We're on the line with uh, Dr. Candace Johnson, CEO and President of Roswell Park. Dr. Johnson, I remember when you first started at Roswell, I think your initial job was to make sure that all of the departments were working well and working together, sharing information. Uh, how do the various hospitals and, and groups share information when they're doing research on uh, on the virus? Is regular information transmitted? Do they set up a goal for each location? How does that work? Well, you know, it's been, you know, this sort of calamities bring people together. And so all of the hospital systems have really worked very closely together. Many of the new clinical trials that you uh, hear about um, all around the country and on the news are ongoing here uh, in our community, and they're, you know, a collaboration between Roswell Park, uh, the Great Lakes Health System, and also the Catholic Health System uh, at St. Joe's. And so, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a real spirit to bring everybody together. It's a good thing. How were the doctors uh, chosen from your location to work on this? Uh, were they all already in research? Or some say, oh, I'd like to be a part of this, and they were chosen, and had to be a tough choice. You had a lot of uh, very talented people in your building. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that there are some folks that uh, just have more, you know, they're, they're leaders in this area, and so they they have stepped up and, and uh, taken a, a really positive step in, in leading these efforts. And so I've been very proud of all of the, all of the folks. You know, our, uh, our nurses uh, are the, our saints of the world, and they continue to be uh, for our patients in, the, in, these, in these times. I always describe the nurses at Roswell as, uh, you know, all nurses are great, but the ones at Roswell are uh, super fine as far as I'm concerned. Any time limits on this study, and how do you get accredited for it? Did you, uh, did you notify the national people and say, we already have research labs, this is an area of expertise, and we'd like to get involved, uh, and they, they decide who does and who doesn't? 
Yes, we had to submit sort of a little application describing what we wanted to do and why, and that we had the capabilities to do it. And then it was reviewed uh, by uh, the folks in Washington, and they awarded us the funds to be able to do it. And uh, so we're very excited about that. Is there any time limit to this study? Obviously, it would be a gift, a mana from heaven if we, if somebody came up with a vaccine. But is this going to be an ongoing research project for most of the locations? Yeah, this will be. This project is treating uh, patients, cancer patients that have already have COVID nineteen, and so. I would assume that this will go on over the uh, next uh, 12 months, 12 to 18 months, uh, to be able to be finalized. Now, this is going to sound like a goofy talk show host question, uh, but no. is, the vi- is the virus able to be seen through a lens? And if it is, why could we not make that lens into a pair of eyeglasses so you would actually physically see the virus? Because if you could see it, it would really uh, be very beneficial for cleanup work or just for places to avoid. But I don't know the answer to that, obviously. Well, I think the virus is is too small to be seen by human eyes. In fact, even a regular microscope, you can't see the virus. So you have to use very, very, um, uh, you know, electron microscopy to be able to see the virus. So that's the problem. You can't really see it. And there's no way... I mean, I guess that uh, I, I don't know if this would even be possible, but, you know, sometimes you could, um, uh, like they have on CSI where they have colored uh, blood turns a certain color if you put a certain right. agent on it. But I, I think that the problem is, is the virus is in such small quantities, perhaps on surfaces and things, it's hard to detect. So unfortunately, I'm not sure that that's going to be something we're going to be able to do. So, you know, washing your hands is the best uh, um, uh, defense against all of that. Gee, I hadn't heard that before. Why, you're supposed to wash your hands? How many times I've said that? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's crazy. It's so simple, but hey, I know repetition counts. In radio, we do it all the time, especially uh, when I was a rock and roll disc jockey. The repetition really counts. Let's turn to the uh, clinical side of uh, Roswell Park. Sure. How How has the virus affected, like, patients' appointments or things like their, people are postponing their appointment or canceling it? Ours. Or, or uh, were there any implications when you, none of the hospitals were allowed to have an operation going? Uh, let, let us know about that. It's a, you know, we've had to because we're, we were essential because cancer's not taking a break because of COVID-19. And so, you know, we've been doing surgeries uh, where indicated, but, you know, think about it. If, if patients are scared. Um, you, you sit and listen to all the uh, news and so forth, and you're afraid to go into the hospital. You're afraid to go in to see your doctor. And so we've really, one of the main things we're trying to do is to make sure people understand how safe it is to come into Roswell Park and all this safety precautions that we have, uh, people are tested all the time so that they do come in because the problem is, is if you delay your treatment, I mean, it's not good. And then you're going to present with advanced disease and then it's going to make treatment options much more limited. So that's really one of the biggest messages we're trying to get out is please come in, make your appointments. 
Um, we try to do things virtually when we can. We telemedicine, that's one of the positive things that's come out of this is that, you know, you can do a telemedicine visit with your physician. But, you know, sometimes when you have cancer, and especially if you're really sick, you need to come in and see your doctor and you need to come in because there's nothing that exchanges that. So that's a big message we're trying to get out. Please. I can, I can give a personal perspective of it. Uh, for my prostate cancer, I had 45 treatments of radiation. Had this occurred then, and I skipped, uh, say, two or three, what happens, uh, uh, treatments? Do you go back to the start of the treatment uh, regimen, or do you just try and pick up where you left off? What would happen? Well, they try to pick up where, they, where you left off, but as you could well imagine, it's not a good thing. Um, because then you have to sort of be reassessed, and, and they do try to make it up. Um, and we, you know, our radiation therapy didn't miss a beat. So if this would have happened to you during, uh, you know, it, you were, it was during the COVID period, our radiation therapy remained open every day, saw patients safely. We never had anybody that was exposed and contracted the disease and so forth. They, so it was uh, that because it's so important. Um, I'll tell you one thing. In all of my years of seeing doctors and this treatment and that treatment, I have never seen a group so organized and so efficient as the people that do your radiation. I mean, you're not wasting a minute in there that isn't being used. Uh, They know the minute you're in there. They know where you are in the building. Uh, You're brought in. You're on the table. Before you know it, you're off the table and you're out. It's incredible uh, how efficient... uh, uh, that group is. If every group in business was that efficient, nobody would ever go out of business, I can tell you that. Yeah, Mike, Mike Kettle, uh, his uh, folks, and Melissa Ferry and those uh, who manages that uh, clinic area, they're fantastic. They really, they really are. Uh, I just Let's see, a couple more questions. I, uh, time is running. I wanted to get everything in. The clinical trials, when we hear on a national basis some doctor interviewed on, and they're doing clinical trials and and they're asking, well, yeah, it looks pretty good for these 200 people. And then they'll come on and say, but, of course, you need 10,000 people to make sure. It doesn't give us uh, uh, much, of conf- much of a confidential feeling that it's going to be fixed anytime soon. In a realistic appraisal, if you had to give just a, a genuine, educated guess as to when we'll get back to something resembling normal, what would you say? I know it's not an easy question to answer. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a, I'm I'm such an optimist that I think that we're going to get through this and we're all going to be fine. Um, but you know, I think until there's a vaccine, um, I, I think it's always going to be dogging us, and we're going to have masks and uh, our, our the hands and the social distancing until that time. And so, it really, just depends on the vaccine. And and you know, I know vaccines are not. COVID vaccines are not something Roswell's personally working on, but I know there are many places around the world that are working on this, and they're fast-tracking it as much as they can um, so that um, once it's available, uh, they'll be able to administer it quickly. So, you know, if that could happen at the first of the year and by springtime, hopefully we could all be, quote, immune to this virus. And we'll every year, just like we get our influenza shot, we'll get our coronavirus vaccine too so that's my hope well i got a letter uh, about a week ago from roswell it was not a letter i wanted to see and i knew it would be coming uh dr uh, dr moeller is taking on new responsibilities he's, he's my doctor i love dr moeller isn't there anything you can do you're the ceo 
tie him up. Do something so he can't leave the front door. No, he's not leaving. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. He's he's going to be here, and he's yeah, but in a different position. He's leaving. He's leaving what I what they treat me for. Yeah, but he, you know, I think he still would see his uh, uh, old the patients that he his existing patients. He's, you can use the word old. That's okay. It's on my records. I I you, I stopped myself, Sandy. Did you? <laughs> So, yeah, I, I just thought he was taking on different responsibilities. He is. You know, he's been doing a fantastic job at um, some of his efforts in global health and in uh, this drug development center that he's doing, and so he's going to focus on those areas. But his, uh, you know, his existing patients, uh, he's just not seeing brand-new patients anymore. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, superstar doctors, you know it when you're in their presence, and he's one of them. You know who another one is? Who? You. <laughs> You. I am so happy to have had uh, a couple of segments at least to talk to you. Keep up the good work at Roswell. I'm going to be there next month for my six-month checkup uh, for my prostate cancer, and uh, maybe I'll see you then. I hope so. You take care of yourself, Sandy. Okay, doctor. Take care. Bye-bye. Dr. Candace Johnson, CEO of Roswell Park, also the president. She's every major title is hers. On News Radio 930 WB. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. And we are back with the Beach and Company. Well, it's no secret. I, I just adore Candy Johnson, Dr. Johnson, CEO of Roswell Park. I'm glad she had time to be on with us today. Tony, do you think I um, you think I caught her off guard when I asked who the other superstar doctor might be? You definitely caught her off guard. She was not expecting too, that. She's too modest. She's not going to say me. No. You know? <laughs> so, but that was uh, uh, always a good uh, interview when I get a chance to sit down and talk to her. I wish I had more time and we can understand uh, uh, her need to uh, limit her time. We had her for half an hour, which is, I think is uh, uh, pretty good. All right, what's going on now? Uh, we always find out what's going on. I understand Alan, uh, his air conditioning is not set up yet. Today it's going to be 90 degrees, and he already said how lonely he is working alone. we got to send Alan a care package or something. Some ice. <laughs> yeah, some ice would be good, and donuts. Ice and donuts. That would be a good donuts. name for a rock band. Wouldn't that be a good name for a rock band, Ice and Donuts? Ladies and gentlemen, Ice and Donuts. Yes, forget Tim Horton. Forget anybody else. Here we have Ice and Donuts. Very good. So yes. 
Tony, I understand you were out uh, partying, partying, partying over the weekend at your home with your friends. Yeah, a couple of my friends, guys I coached with, stopped over. We had a bonfire, and it was just great to be able to see actual humans again and, and interact. It was a great time, and yeah, we may have had a little bit uh, too much fun, but it, it was just great. Well, this is the 11th week that we're starting right now uh, of uh, broadcasting from home. Now, Buzzy, you were on again and off again with some different schedules over the weekend. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was a uh, relaxing-slash-fun weekend. Uh, got some things done. Went to uh, a Memorial Day get-together, socially distanced, uh, with at my parents' house. So that was nice to do. Uh, and was here... So you had to... Wait a minute. You had to be six feet away from your mother? Well, it, it, my, my mom hasn't left the you house. Were a lot, I hate to tell you this because I know you skipped science class, but at one time you were a lot closer than six <laughs> feet to your mother. No, Depends you, on how you measure it. You know, I, I, I did not keep distance from, uh, from my parents. I mean, my mom's been working from home for 10 weeks like you have, so I, yeah. I, I, think, it was, I think it was pretty safe. I know my parents, they practice social distancing when they do have to leave. My dad, you know, still has to go out to work. I know he's, he's being careful. Um, but it was just family. It was just, it was, as the governor said, uh, under, well, let me count. Yeah, under 10 people. So we were, we were within the guidelines. Boy, the way, the, I'll tell you something. Something just passed on the uh, online. Uh, Stefan Mahailu has posted, and, and I have not had a chance to check it out because this is the first time I've seen it. Okay, it was like two minutes ago. He's, post, uh, he's posted that the governor had slipped into the latest bill that if a law enforcement officer does not does not uh, crack down and and uh, arrest those who are disobeying the green light laws, that the officer himself or herself can be arrested and charged with a felony. Now what? That's that's what that's what Stefan Mihailu has just posted. Now the fact is, if it hadn't been him posting it, I might might have said exactly what you did, Tony. Channel Seven is also is also coming out with that. The, what is the governor lost his mind? I mean, I, will if it's true, and I assume it would be, with both Mahilu and Channel Seven saying the same thing. Uh, tomorrow we'll probably do a show on it. But to me, at least from the, it's important not to knee jerk react. But that's so outrageous that I'm thinking that a lot of these uh, cops would tell the governor where to get off. Oh, absolutely. That is ridiculous. That's not even in the realm of, uh, of reality as far as I'm concerned. But um, uh, we'll see. We'll see if it's true. Uh, meanwhile, we didn't do much this weekend. I'm going to take a, a small ride. That's the, the only thing I've done so far in 11 weeks <laughs> is uh, two rides in the car, in the car, not outside the car, in the car. Okay, that is it. Uh, and uh, I'd, I'd like to um, I'd like to thank McDonald's. Okay, why am I thanking McDonald's? Yeah, why are you thanking McDonald's, Sandy? Well, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, down in the Southern Tier, went to Aunt Millie's, mm. uh, and uh, yeah, Aunt Millie's was out of a lot of stuff. They're only open part time. The bakery. Okay, well, get down there. That's quite a ways away from home, and suddenly my body says, "Hey, big guy." Don't you think you should use a restroom? And so, yes, that's a good idea. So go into uh, go into Aunt Millie's, 
uh, and or buying things, by the way, buying a lot of things, say to the people working at MLA's, uh, where is your restroom? I'm sorry, you can't use it. I can't use it. I got to use it. No, you can't use it. Well, I didn't want to be arrested for breaking into a men's room. So luckily, there's a McDonald's that's uh, about a half a mile away. I, I, it's easy. It's not easy to drive a car. Thank God it's an automatic transmission with your legs crossed. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I'm, it's the first time I've ever been to McDonald's where I prayed that the restroom would be open. Okay? Went in there. And then, of course, once you go, it was. And, and I, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. But besides saying thank you, thank you, thank you, bought several things I didn't need or even want because you feel guilty. You oh, yes. Use, you can't use the restroom. No, you have shirt. to buy something. Absolutely. In fact, if you had your way, you'd come out of the restroom drinking a cup of coffee and, <laughs> and, and maybe some fries. But, I'm giggling because uh, I can picture that that exact McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. Thank God they were there. But that little strip has a McDonald's, it has a Tim Hortons, and it has a Burger King. Right. Now, I'm not going to I, – I, and, and then, of course, Aunt Millie's. I can't believe of the four things, I probably picked the only one who wouldn't let you use the restroom. The only one out of the four. You know what the odds are of that? I should go to the casino. I could make a lot of money on that. Wait, you got to wait for them to open. Yeah, yeah. They, next they, week. Their restrooms at the casino, I think, are open. I uh, because they don't want you to leave to to go to McDonald's uh, down in uh, Route Five. Has <laughs> <laughs> that ever happened to you? Where you suddenly realize I should have stopped the last stop, not keep waiting. Ever yeah, happened? <laughs> that's happened many and many a times. And you are so grateful that there's a place you can stop. That you're willing to give them all the money you have in your wallet. <laughs> Just to be able to go in here. And, and uh, you're praying you don't see anybody that knows who you are. Because you're, you're walking like you're doing the Lindy Hop. <laughs> which hasn't been around since the 20s. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. And, and uh, thanks to Aunt Millie's, by the way. Really appreciate that. Good customer service, isn't it? I will be back next time. I think I'll get my cinnamon roll somewhere else. We'll be back after this on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is a Beach and Company. I thought of a uh, something that I said. Sometimes when you're under real duress, weird, weird things come out of your mouth because your brain is working in overtime. As we're walking away from the cash register at Aunt Millie's, finding that I cannot use the restroom, even though we made a purchase, as we're walking out to the car, I said to Bernie, Turn around, go back there and get a cup. She said, I'm not going to do that. I will not get you, I will not go back and ask them for a cup. I thought, now, Tony, is that a fair request? And Buzzy, is that a fair request or is Bernie right? Oh, no, I think it's a fair request. <laughs> okay, I should have given her a choice. Either get a cup or get a mop. <laughs> and that's what, I would have, that's what I would have said to the girl behind the cash register. Either let me use the restroom or where can I borrow a mop <laughs> and see what she would have said. Now, I know it's not her fault. They told her don't let anybody use the restroom. So it's not, it's not the girl's fault. I know that. It's whoever owns or manages Aunt Millie's. But I'm thinking that would have been a pretty defining moment, don't you think? It would have. 
Uh, Parking lot's also up. available. <laughs> Parking lot is available. Uh, here, this is a place where not many people park. And we'll put a little sign, watch your step. Yeah. <laughs> Any you, you cones lying around? You don't care about anything when you get to that point. You no. know what I mean? No, no, no. Nothing no. matters. You're so focused. Buzzy, you think that was a fair request too, Buzzy? Oh, I think so. Uh, because we've all been in that situation, and you're right. I mean... Reality, uh, the after. You don't think about after. All you think about is. You don't care is, about after. Right. You don't care if your career goes down the drain, <laughs> if your puppy if your puppy won't let you pat him anymore. Nothing matters when you have to go. No. And, and you want to uh, be able to go as soon as you can. And if if that's what it came down to, I mean, hey, we've. I won't tell a and story. And I'm <laughs> suggesting that Aunt Millie's put a cardboard sign out because they've got several cardboard signs out already for their hours and whatever, put one out in big, bold print that says no restroom. And what was their so, reason? Uh, not no reason. You just It's closed. They will not allow you to use it. She didn't say anything, right? She just said it was closed. You might get COVID if you out. go to the bathroom. She said they still had takeout. So I should have said, well, give me a cup and I'll give you something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have made the paper. I'm not sure. And usually don't see many cops down there. So by the time a cop arrived, you know, I'd be long gone. (laughs) See the adventurous uh, weekends I have sometimes? It's just amazing. All right. I've got uh, some questions here that need to be answered. They demand to be answered. Late on us. We're hearing about all of it. And by the way, today was a show full of people that I know and love. Uh, Robbie Raw was on. Several times. Uh, she is an absolute doll. Uh, she and Candy Johnson are in the same uh, league as far as I'm concerned. Just wonderful people. Just great people. So she was on. Uh, Dr. Tim Otterson, who is the uh, doctor to the star cats. Uh, he takes care of Lucy and Ethel from uh, Summer Street Cat Clinic. Does a really good job. He was on. Who else was on? Uh, Kathy Hochul, of course, was on. Uh, all people that I know and all people that I really, really enjoy spending a conversation with. So it's been a good morning so far. And now I'm working with Buzzy and Tony. Boy, the show goes downhill in a hurry, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, you take what you can get. You know yeah, what, what I mean, Yeah, what are you going to do? So, Tony, be, before the break, you yes. didn't describe exactly what happened when your friends came over. Is this like one of those beer commercials? Um, Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Beer, did whiskey. They, they say, hey, let's get rid of that emu that's parked in the... In I told the him, I said, look, guys, I have this bottle of whiskey, this uh, this larceny. And it's really good, but it's taking up room in my basement. I need you guys to finish it off, so wow. that's what well, we did. Wow, well, of course. It's, it's housekeeping. Yeah. It's housekeeping. You say, uh, your wife said, uh, tidy up the cellar. Right. Well, part of the tidying you're going to do is finish some liquor that's been down there for too long yeah you know you got to keep uh you know pruning you you've been preaching about pruning for years and that's one thing i did but before we did all that uh i was a good boy i set up a pool for samantha to enjoy so the kids had a little bit of fun in the pool i should get a slip and slide for my lawn. I saw uh, one uh, yesterday driving around. Some kids have, and I wanted to pull over and say, can I join in? That looks I, like fun. I can see. I have two new neighbors, one on the left side of me, one on the right side of me, who don't know me, and I don't know them. But I can imagine their response. Hey, I think there's a whale on that slip and slide. Look at that. I can just see him calling the Pendleton police. Oh, wait a minute. We don't have a police department. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll get started on this part of the show. 
Thanks to uh, Dr. Candace Johnson for opening the show, and thanks to Buzzy and Tony for the rest of it. We'll be back after this. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.